Good morning, campers. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, and welcome to our second installment of SpongeBob the Revolutionary, a podcast where we talk about how SpongeBob was a groundbreaking character in all of our lives and how he basically radicalized the youth. We're your hosts, Bree and Bridget. And thank you for tuning in. So if you haven't already listened to the first episode where we watched Rockabye by Valve and we talked about, what was it? The family. The family, gender roles. All that good stuff. Double standards. Yeah, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to our first episode, please pause this episode right now. Go listen to the first and then come back or... Listen to this episode, and when you're done, listen to the first one. Either way, you need to listen to the first one, too. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. So, um, one thing we like to do um, to start out each episode is choosing a SpongeBob meme that resonates with us in some type of way. Um, and so, I'm going to make Bridget go first. <laughs> Bridget, you made me go first last time. <laughs> but I'll go first all right guys so in case you guys don't know what day it is when we post it's August 13th we've just gotten news that um the president Donald Trump admitted to slowing down the post office so that we can't mail in our ballots um so obviously that's unfair. So the meme that I'm going to talk about is there's a meme of SpongeBob with a picket sign that says unfair. And they've like photoshopped him into like in front of the White House. And he's like picketing outside of the White House saying unfair. And that's just really how I feel about today, this week. Honestly, all of 2020 has been unfair. So. That's my meme of the week. You know what's funny? Your meme of the week comes from the episode we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, my mind, I'm transcending. <laughs> Period. See, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you wouldn't know what Bridget was talking about when she said she's transcending. So go listen. <laughs> <laughs> my meme of the week is the image of... I don't know he's one of the fish that they show often he's like green he's wearing a purple shirt and he's just slowly drinking water and his eyes are kind of what's the word like squinted and yes. these images will also be in our instagram so that you guys don't have to like paint the images in your head you can just go look at our instagram page as you watch and you'll see what we're talking about but um, it's from the episode where SpongeBob learns about April Fools, I think, and the guy asks for like <laughs> two ice cubes or some ice, a couple of yes. ice cubes or something like that. And SpongeBob only gets him one, and they just zoom in <laughs> on this guy's face. It's such an awkward angle. He looks like he's questioning everything. Like if you have a group of friends and one of them is like leaving for a sneaky link, but they tell you, oh, they're just running to the store. You know, the face you make when you know, but you're not going to call them out in that moment. He's basically like, making why? that face in my opinion. Like, hmm. Or the face your mama makes at you. Store? 
right or the face your mom makes at you when she's when she knows you're lying but she can't exactly prove it so she's just making that face that's this face i love it i've been using this meme every chance i <laughs> i got to this week and y'all can clown me if y'all want to but i know i'm not the only person who does this i love this meme so much that i've been creating situations within my group text where i could use <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> like i don't text anybody that much there's not much to talk about we're all locked in the house so I have to create situations. I have to be like, yo, did you hear about this? And I'll wait for the perfect time to drop the meme. You know, that's genius. It's like when you you have a joke, like you heard a joke on Twitter and you're just waiting, just waiting to say it. Just waiting. You know, comment under our meme post on Instagram, SpongeBob underscore the underscore revolutionary. If you also do that, comment a purple heart because... <laughs> I know I'm not the only person out there. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> if you haven't guessed already, based on, um, I almost said based on SpongeBob's meme. Based on Squid, I mean, shoot. Based on. Mine is Bridget. <laughs> based on Bridget's meme um, of the week. This week, we are talking about Squid on Strike. <laughs> strike. Which okay. is. One of the episodes that people don't talk enough about. But, we really um, don't. Yeah. So, um, Bridget, do you want to start our summary of this episode, or shall I? Um, you know, I'll start it off. <clears throat> so, at the beginning of this episode, Squid on Strike, after the amazing theme song, <laughs> <laughs> they zoom in to Mr. Krabs singing his own song about money and making a profit. Okay, so he's literally like in the scene, there's like coins and dollar bills in his pocket as he's going over it. Seems like they're like, I guess, bank statement. And he realizes that um they made three dollars less profit than last month. Now, if you know Mr. Krabs, you know that this highly upsets him. So of course he's like, oh man, what am I gonna do to you know, make this three dollars. So he uh it flashes to Squidward and SpongeBob, his only employees. Um, and he comes up to them and he's like, I have something for you guys. Which like I think Squidward says like payday or something. Um something about restitution or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And then so he's like giving them envelopes. And Spongebob, first of all, I feel like this is like the time where I was like, really, Spongebob? He was like, oh, no, Mr. Krabs, I can't take your money. Fry cooking is my passion, which Spongebob, you don't take that paycheck. And of course, Squidward's like, hand me the money, Krabs. So Squidward <laughs> opens the envelope. It's a pair of underwear, which <laughs> was a mistake. <laughs> Mr. Krabs mixed up his envelopes and apparently... His dry clean, he first of all gets his underwear dry clean, which I feel like if you're concerned about like not making enough money in your business, maybe you should cut back on getting your underwear dry clean. But maybe it's just a whole hey. pair. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting because then that means he's not wearing any while he's passing out the paycheck. But I won't judge. 
<clears throat> a squid word. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Keep that under wraps. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, Mr. Krabs gives Squidward his correct envelope. Squidward opens it, and instead of a paycheck, it's a bill. Mr. Krabs is charging them instead of paying them. I like look. I had to pause it at that point to see what he was charging. It literally said two dollars for existing. <laughs> oh wait, Bridget, can we rewind a little bit to where um, SpongeBob says, "I can take your money, Mr. Krabs." Grilling is my passion. In that moment, I had not a shadow of a doubt that SpongeBob is a trust fund baby. He's a trust <laughs> fund kid because. No way you're turning down your paycheck and you have not a studio apartment, not a condo, not you living with a roommate or in someone's basement. You live in a whole house. A whole house. And you like, I can't take your money. He said, I can't take your money. Um, yes, I can. Okay. I think this is the first time that I truly was standing for Squidward. Yeah, even as a child, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa there, SpongeBob. Usually I'm on your team, but I don't know. Mr. Crab just told you he doesn't pay you to play dress up when you were fixing your tie. And he told Squidward, breathe on your own time. (laughs) Like, breathe on your own time. $2 for existing, okay? So, obviously, rightfully so, Squidward is upset, okay? He's like, oh. No, like, I'm not about to pay you. SpongeBob, on the other hand, literally, you know what, Bree? He is a trust fund, baby, because he really takes money out of his He says, one, two, three, four, five, it's $20. I'll just pay you in advance. And here's an extra 50 for tying my shoe. And his Squidward says, SpongeBob, what are you doing? He said, I'm paying Mr. Krabs. Squidward's not having it. No, he literally has to take SpongeBob aside and explain to him that Mr. Krabs is playing them. <laughs> I'm say, look, is that when he suggests that they go on strike? Um, yeah, he said. Yeah, so Squidward. Oh, I, <laughs> I literally wrote it down. Squidward says, "You like your job, right? Right. <laughs> you want to keep working here, right? Right." And while you're working here, you expect to be treated fairly, right? Right. Right. On track. (laughs) Okay. We got to pause because right there, that is when Squidward literally was like, I'm calling on call marks here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will not be oppressed by Mr. Krabs, the owner of this business. (laughs) Mr. Cheapskate, we want to be treated fairly, so we're going on strike. Now, that's when they, like, decide to, well, Squidward makes SpongeBob go outside, and he tries to get SpongeBob to throw his hat. Wait, Bridget. (laughs) You forgot that after the conversation, SpongeBob... We're going on strike. He literally starts singing. We're going on strike. We're going on strike. And accidentally kicks Mr. Crab in the butt as he does it. Oh, I did. That's 
That's why they didn't end up outside because Mr. Crab's like, oh, you're going on a strike? Yeah, well, you're fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot that part. Oh, my goodness. They didn't have a union, guys. <laughs> they didn't Obviously have a union. not. Mr. Crab does not seem like the type to let his employees have a union. <laughs> right. The, and he's like, oh, my God. Mr. Crab is just an asshole. He's like, you're going to demand my respect? You're fired. <laughs> So they're no longer employees of the Krusty Krab. They're now they're officially workers on strike. United. <laughs> workers United. They're on strike. And you know, Squidward's like, first of all, Squidward is clearly like, we gotta show the man like power to the people. SpongeBob is just kind of lost. SpongeBob you know? is sadly there for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> He's there for the ride. And as he already said, being a fry cook is his passion. So he's lost. Squidward's trying to get him to, like, get mad and take his Krusty Krab hat off and, like, throw it on the ground. And, like, it literally is, gets stuck on his hand. <laughs> like, he's, like, trying to throw it and it's just stuck. And that's really, that part really showed me how capitalism has made us, like, think of ourselves as, like, cogs in a machine and that we have to work until we die and that is who we are as a person like as a people as a person we are our jobs and I feel like Spongebob really shows that part of like capitalism and Squidward's like the I don't I mean I guess we could say that he's like the woke one because he's like listen Spongebob wake up Mr. Krabs <laughs> is an He's oppressor. The <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> well, so Squidward has to teach SpongeBob how to strike. <laughs> Which seems like the worst possible job you could have. He couldn't get rid of his un his uniform, the symbol of the oppressor, because I don't know, whatever emotional tie SpongeBob had to it. I don't know. Is this his only job? SpongeBob, is this the only job he's ever had? I believe so. He was like born and went to school and then fried cook. Wow. It's his only job. He has such a close identity to it. He is a fried cook at the Krusty Krab who charges him to work there. Wow. Yeah, so as Squidward is trying to teach SpongeBob how to strike, they get into a little argument about um, <clears throat> their signs because SpongeBob is creating signs that are like fun. What is it? Fun? No, it was like fun crab or something. Oh, Krusty Crab Fun Fair. <laughs> but fun even fair. Be before that, he makes a picket fence instead of a picket sign. Not a picket fence, you big dog. <laughs> A, a picket fence, yes. And then he's like, I heart Krusty Krab. And Squidward is just like fed up at this point because we are trying to stick it to the man, okay? If we're going to strike, we need to have signs to explain why we're striking. And SpongeBob is not quite getting it. But then, you know, it seems like SpongeBob is getting better at it. You know, he has his little chant. Krusty Krab is unfair. Unfair. Krabs is in there. In there. 
What is it? Standing at the concession. Concession. Plotting Plotting arms. Pressure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is what you call bars, SpongeBob. It's catchy. Okay. He's in there plotting. And you know what else, Bridget? This is the exact moment of your meme. In walks this little teeny bopper who walks up and he's like, oh, you're SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah. Can you sign my spatula? Yeah. Um, always down to support sure. a fellow fry cook or aspiring fry cook or whatever the heck he says. Little does SpongeBob know this is the teeny bopper that's going to steal his job. Like, take well, not steal his job because he's fired, but replace him. Right. He's literally, in the words of, uh, what's his name? Squidward. You literally let your replacement cross the picket line. Cross the picket line. Which Squidward also has has only two people though. And that's true. That is true. It's only two people. Also like where was Squidward? (laughs) (laughs) He was securing the perimeter. I don't know. Hey Squidward where were you? Right. Anyway Squidward's fed up with Spongebob fed up and he tells spongebob to go stand behind the pole basically (laughs) basically and he begins to give this compelling speech which i don't really remember something about dismantling dismantling the system he what do you say like brick by brick or something um i don't remember i don't know but he gives this speech and everyone's with him they're like yeah whoa ha 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 Oh, actually, I'm kind of hungry. We should go get some food. They literally <laughs> go get comfy crab and eat. This is why I hate uh, everyone in uh, this show. Is right, but I feel like, I mean, we think about it here. Not, I think, obviously they're wrong because, like, if he's explaining that the person who owns this establishment is an oppressor, you should be a good consumer and boycott it. But this is a bikini bottom, and I think their other option is the chum bucket. Um, there's that episode where, or was that the Krusty Krab too? What's the episode with Squilliam? Um, and they're at this like fancy restaurant. Well, I guess that's fancy. That's not everyday food. There's yeah. also the place where Mr. Krabs took Mrs. Puff on their date. Yes. So, like I said, it's Krusty Krab or chum bucket. Or the movie. Eat at home. Or the grocery store. You could eat at home, but it's clearly, if Spon- I mean, if Squidward is having to explain to SpongeBob how to strike, I'm assuming they also need a class on how to boycott. Okay, well, if the Krusty Krab is the only place that people can eat, right, to get regular food, why doesn't he just, you know, up the prices on stuff to make more money? It's, it's because but- as, um, the wealth of nations says it is the job of the producer to provide the best product at the smallest cost to the consumer which i.e means pay your workers dirt so you can achieve that what does 
see this is the part of like social studies i never did well with like how does supply and demand fit into this by the way listeners bridget is a history teacher that is why i'm asking her these questions so how does <laughs> supply and demand fit into this because if mr krabs has the only supply couldn't he well, then yes he has he has the only supply <laughs> which means the demand is high he's basically like he has a monopoly here he can raise his prices and they have nowhere to go nowhere else to go as we pointed out but also knowing mr crabs he wouldn't <laughs> raise spongebob and Patrick's pay. he would not raise their pay at all so basically in this situation you're correct he does have a monopoly the demand for a place to eat is high as we see all those people like I need to eat. He is the sole supplier. He could raise the prices and like either the people eat there with the new prices or they don't more than likely they'll eat there. But also like Mr. Krabs doesn't care about his employees. Yeah. So he does he could risk raising prices and getting backlash or he could keep prices low and not increase his workers wages and replace them as we saw as we already see with the teenager and that's what he chose to do because the customer is always right your workers are not oh yeah we learned that on the episode of spongebob too (laughs) right Customers are always right. So that's what he did. And as you can see, as I like, someone reminded me, all of my teacher friends, that what they said to me was, you need to take time for yourself because if you let this job stress you out and you die, they'll write you a get well card in the front office and then they'll hire someone the next day. And that's exactly what Mr. Krabs did. So we are all replaceable in this machine that we call capitalism. But you know what? One thing, as dumb as SpongeBob is, I like the way he told Mr. Krabs off. He finally started to understand what was going on. What were his exact words, Bree? I don't even remember. He just went off on uh, Mr. Krabs and said, Squidward's a great leader. And he says something about, we'll protest, we'll, like, we'll stand out here and we'll protest forever. And, you know, that that's the part when they're like, forever, forever, forever. <laughs> And, you know, obviously Squidward is like, whoa, I, this is not what I wanted to see. <laughs> right. Specifically working with SpongeBob for the rest of his life seems to be a turn off for him. Yeah, he has a dream that he and SpongeBob are standing outside of the, um, the what, I was about to say the sponge pad. What is wrong with me? The Krusty Krab. They're standing outside of the Krusty Krab as old folk. And, um, Spongebob says, Mr. Krabs is going to change his mind any day now, right? Yes, Squidward. Yes, Squidward. Yes, Squidward. 
forgot how much I love this episode just for like the simplest parts of the episode. The yeah, Squidward. I, I used to say that <laughs> so much as a child. And um, forever, forever. Yes. And so while <laughs> so while Squidward is having this dream. SpongeBob is being at this point. Squidward has radicalized SpongeBob. Okay, mm-hmm. and SpongeBob has decided that he's going to tear the Krusty Krab down. Like he's literally inside of the business, ripping the floorboards. Okay, he's just made the to win. Tables. Right, he's fighting the, the columns. This, the, what is it? The structure literally yes. can collapse on him. He's dismantling the oppressive system, okay? All right? That Wendy's that was burned down in Atlanta, dismantling oppressive systems, all right? That's what he's doing. Oh, my God. This, like, and the crazy thing about him doing that is, like, Mr. Krabs showed up to Squidward's house, like, look, (laughs) I want you guys back. Teenagers are are fucking weird. Um, they won't leave me alone. They're not but, working. He was like, let's negotiate. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Squidward is like, clearly them striking has shown to Mr. Krabs how much he needs them. Mm-hmm. But nobody gave the memo to SpongeBob. And honestly, I can't blame SpongeBob. I can't. I mean, SpongeBob if I worked said- at a job. And on payday, that gave me a bill. I do the same. Period. What bill? I don't work here. <laughs> right? Like, what bill? This establishment doesn't exist. <laughs> like, like, you know? Right? I don't think so. I hope you have business insurance because <laughs> I'm burning it down. Brick, brick, brick. Oh, I had a student who would say that all the time. I'm gonna burn this building down. Brick by brick. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, listeners, that's a funny young revolutionary. He's, he's a second grader. He's I don't. Yeah, he's not like an adult or a teenager. He's a second grader. He's not actually gonna burn the building down. Just thought I should let you know. Oh, brick by brick. Oh, I miss him. Um. Yeah. Um. Spongebob has dismantled the establishment um, and obviously Squidward is mortified when he sees what um, Spongebob has done and somehow Mr. Krabs doesn't even notice <laughs> and right he walks into his oh my god like it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense but you know what also Mr. Krabs deserved it he did that's the part what I didn't like about this episode was the end after he finds out that Spongebob has literally dismantled the establishment. And then they basically have to work for free forever to pay for the damages. Oh, I, I didn't like that. I didn't either, especially because like sir, you just gave me a bill. You charged me for breathing. How about you take all of that and put it towards the also like his building can't possibly cost that much but also doesn't he have insurance i mean he's cheap you know yeah but that's his problem 
I can see him fixing stuff with duct tape, you know? Oh, that's true. Like the chair is broken. Here's some duct tape, you know? That's true. This is one of the more disturbing episodes of SpongeBob simply because of that scene at the end where Mr. Krabs' body parts fall off and then he slides off of himself like chopped meat at a deli. Yeah. That's a very uh, disturbing image. Also, when SpongeBob or Scooper is peeling SpongeBob off of the door and you see his heartbeat. Yeah. That was a very I didn't like that episode. <clears throat> it was. But how how was this episode revolutionary? How did it radicalize us? Um, it taught us that I think I think a more conservative person would say that it teaches children to throw a temper tantrum when things don't go their way. However, a radicalized mind, a mind that has been radicalized by Sponge Bob Squarepants would say that this episode taught us to fight for our rights. Yes, fight for our rights, okay? Striking and boycotting our legitimate activities. They are, our, it is our civic duty to boycott and strike against oppressive systems. And that Ooh. is what Squidward, the true revolutionary in this episode, although I will give SpongeBob props for literally dismantling the establishment. He had to, you know, he had to learn, you know, SpongeBob is like the kid who is like happy-go-lucky and new to this. Squidward is like, this is the life I've been living for years. <laughs> it's like <laughs> when, when your white friend finds out that racism is exactly. not just something that happened with Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, like it still exists today. Yes. Meanwhile, we're like, yeah, um, people have been calling me the N-word since five. <laughs> yeah. And then SpongeBob, like the white friend, does overcompensates by, yes. by completely destroying the crusty crap. It's like, dude, you went too far. But I like to also think that Squidward is like, Nobody kill me for this. Let's just say this. Squidward, I feel like it's like the older generation. They want to do it the proper nonviolent way. We're going to strike, boycott, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, legitimate movements or ways of like protesting. But then you got SpongeBob, kind of the, and I won't even say just the younger crowd because there were people in the Black Power movement who definitely agree with um, riots and more violent quotation marks interventions where he literally destroys the Krusty Krab. Yeah. And I would like to say that I believe in both. Yeah. Burn it down. Okay. They're going to listen when their pockets are hurt. Obviously, this is not what happened at the end of the episode because, I mean, do you expect Nickelodeon to be that radical? Probably not. I mean, if you want the episode to stay on the airwaves. 
This is what happens, guys, when we don't have government intervention in business. I would just like to say that. Does Bikini Bottom have a government? I don't even know. It just offers. Do they have a mayor? I don't think they do. They have police. Which, another thing, the police officer came up and gave Squidward a ticket for uh, <laughs> throwing his on the ground. And I'm like... Yeah. Okay, yes, littering is bad, but you don't have anything better to do. Once again, being useless. There's literally a man charging his workers instead of paying them. Why don't you go ask him why he's doing that? You can literally say, pick that up and put it in the trash or I'm giving you a ticket. That could literally have been it. But no, you just gave him a ticket. Or, here's the better. Pick it up and throw it in the trash. (laughs) And then go about your day. Me as a cop, me as a person at all, that's not my job to pick up your trash when you are fully capable of doing it. So if I can use my power to tell you to pick it up, that's what I'll do. And there you have it. But yeah, I mean, I feel like the cops are always useless in this show. Because they're literally mimicking real life. (laughs) Oh, wait, remember the episode? when spongebob was like being a menace to society and he thought he was like patrol and it was like wanted sign and it was him but he was looking for himself that's like that uh that what's it called i was gonna say squidward again spider-man meme where they're pointing at each other yes i feel like a lot of times that's what happens when the police are like looking for who created this violence and it's um anything else about the workers united um i feel like we should all go and strike what are you striking everything i don't understand we should all strike against the man would you, I need more information. Can you tell me how I can strike the man? Am I um, you know, to it's like off the land. Can I still listen to podcasts? <laughs> well, it's gonna require for us for all of us to start stealing. <laughs> oh, I'm down. You know what I mean? So we strike against the man, and obviously they can't all arrest us for stealing from Walmart or Giant. Or I any mean, other major corporation? I may or may not know someone who's currently on this podcast who may or may not still produce when he or she goes to um, the grocery store because they feel like, why should you have to pay for, like, necessities? Because like, he or she not. understands, you know, he or she is willing to pay for... Oreos and Doritos and tortilla chips of lime. Yeah, not non-essentials. But why should he or she have to pay for tomatoes or apples or lemons? It's all going to go to waste anyway. Do you think the Krusty Krab wastes a lot of food? Probably, yes. (sighs) Remember when Squidward ate all those Krabby Patties and got sick? Well, more yeah, than they have literally a vault of Krabby Patties. They probably have a lot of waste. <laughs> so, and they have a vault 
of Krabby Patties. What, oh, what fast food chain would you equate the um, Krusty Krab to? McDonald's. McDonald's? Why? Because they had a vault full of Krabby Patties? And you think McDonald's yes. food is plastic? I think their food yes. is plastic. I think it's plastic. And also, I heard that at the end of the day, they have to throw this leftover sandwiches in the garbage. So you think um, McDonald's? Yes, and I feel like they have the same practices as Krusty Krabs more than mine, please. I would say McDonald's too, but I think um, SpongeBob acts like he works at uh, Chick-fil-A because he's yeah. just so excited to do his job. Squibber, to me, gives off I work at White Castle's vibe. <laughs> do you know what White Castle is? I do. Okay. I was thinking more of Waffle House. Oh, wait. Um, he gives rallies slash checkers vibes, too. Oh, they're so... The last time I went to rallies, it, I swear it took them 30 minutes. And this is a fast food place. Um, okay, um, listeners, we are going to... Are you ready to end? Yes, yes. We're so, going to... Um, Oh, <laughs> go ahead. We're uh, <laughs> we're gonna um end the podcast here, and um, do you want to close out, or do you want me to close out? I'll close. All right. So, so um, we're gonna end the podcast. Thank you for joining us for our second installment of SpongeBob the revolutionary we hope you'll return for our next episode you can follow us on instagram at spongebob underscore the underscore revolutionary and if you have trouble spelling like i do revolutionary is r-e-v-o-l-u-t-i-o-n-a-r-y and if you would like to write us you know Maybe you want to suggest an episode we should look at or you just want to chit-chat. You can email us. You Share your thoughts. You can email us at spongebobtherevolutionary at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.